is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. Hey, folks, what's up? And welcome to another episode of Dealer News Today, brought to you by Cox Automotive in partnership with the Dave Canton Group. I am your host, Derek D. Yep. The same guy who has about half a billion views under his belt, and you're still like, wait, uh, who is this dude? But I digress, and who cares, right? We got a great show for you, and that's what counts. Two great guests on the show today. First, I'll introduce you to someone with 25-plus years' experience in the automotive industry, especially on the retail side. She's the vice president of the Cox Automotive Brands, Dealer Track DMS, Vin Solutions, and X-Time. Please welcome Tracy Fred to the show. Hi, Derek. Hey, Tracy. How you doing? Glad to have you on Dealer News today. Doing well. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Hey, no problem at all. Where are you, where are you from? Where are you right now? I live in Chicago, in downtown oh. Chicago, where finally... The weather is turning a corner, and this is the time of year that it becomes a really wonderful place to live. So, yes. glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, Chicago. I was actually there before the pandemic hit. Uh, I love it there. You know, get some deep dish pizza and go for that walk along, uh, what is it, uh, Lake Michigan over there? Lake Michigan, that's right. Yeah, really where the water pretty- like just hits right up against the uh, the sidewalk there. Yep. <laughs> and overlaps the sidewalk sometimes. Yes. Yep. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And then people go swimming on the little beach right there. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I was hosting some event in that park that's right there by like the pier or whatever but it was it was a lot of fun yeah i bet that's it's a great place to be this time of year there's so many things like that to do yeah for sure it's yeah it's warming up here in jersey too now which is great but tracy isn't the only guest on the show today we have another and he just happens to be the senior director of data strategy for cox automotive and his name is elton o'neill what up elton hi derek how are you today i'm good great to have you on the show i'm yeah i'm doing all right thank you uh, I'm right by the beach here in Jersey. It's like 67, so I can't complain. Very cool. Yeah, so uh, where are you from? So I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, um, and uh, I've been there probably 18 years or so. But but currently, uh, I'm about 20 feet from the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, very nice. I'm, uh, I'm jealous. Where, where are you at, Florida? Uh, yeah, Destin, Florida. I'm just enjoying some uh, some some vacation time, some sun yeah. and waves. Well, vacation time is always needed. Uh, very nice, though. I'm jealous. Destin, Florida. Actually, a bunch of my buddies are headed there soon, actually, for a bachelor party. Uh, I can't make it, but I've been to a lot of places in Florida, but uh, never there. Heard it's a really fun and uh, really nice place. It is. <laughs> it's beautiful here. Yeah. I, think, I feel like everyone's in Florida just having fun. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, this isn't a show about Chicago or Deep Dish or Florida or Jersey. It's a show called Dealer News Today, and we're about to talk about a bunch of automotive stuff. Tracy and Elton are experts in retail and data. And uh, Tracy, you wrote an article recently called The Data Bill of Rights, which was pretty cool. If you'd like to uh, talk about that real quick. Yeah, so The Data Bill of Rights is an op-ed piece, and really what it's talking about is the importance and value of data to dealers Mm. and the importance of working with vendors who provide open access to that data um, with transparent associated fees so they can really leverage the value of the data um, in their day-to-day dealership operations. Right. Oh, awesome. And information is data, so leveraging that definitely will help your dealership's business. Uh, Feel free to go read up on that article, folks. It's written by Tracy Fred called The Dealership's Data Bill of Rights. And uh, all right, we'll jump over to Elton. And uh, Tracy, of course, you could piggyback on this. Elton, from your perspective, what factors are uh, driving, uh, pun intended or not, uh, the focus on data? Well, I, I, I... 
I, we definitely coming out of this pandemic, um, we, we've all learned a lot. It's uh, not just the impact on us, but you think about how it's impacted the dealerships. There's a lot of economic uncertainty moving forward, and dealers are relying more and more on data and the, the insights that come from the data to help them make business decisions. Um, I, I, I just believe that, that not just our industry, but overall, we're seeing a big change and and uh, using data for insights and, and to help us make better decisions. Yeah. And when you say data and Tracy, you could jump in on this too. When you say data though, like it's such a, such a broad term it, data. Do you, are you just referring to basically the data from consumers, what you're collecting online from people searching on different websites and all that kind of stuff? Or is there, there all different realms of data? Well, it, it really is the, it's both, right? It's the consumer side that you were just talking about. It's all the insights um, um, you know, based on uh, uh, how a, a consumer behaves, so to speak, right, online. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, the sites they're, they're going to, what's their intent. But it's really connecting all that to the dealership data. So that's really what's driving a lot of the, the, the insights from this is being able to connect that data and help dealerships understand and interpret what they're looking at. So you're right. It's, it's, it, um, I had to answer the, the, the question in this way, but it was both of what you just mentioned, both answers. So it is about consumers, uh, consumer activity, and connecting that to, uh, to help a dealership with the systems that they're using. Right. I see. Yeah, is there- and I think- Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to elaborate a little bit and, you know, I don't want to get get out over my skis, but I think, you know, you were asking about like, okay, well, what does data mean? Well, when you think about all of the things that consumers are doing online and things like, you know, um, searching for cars and um, filling out uh, application forms and those kind of things and how those flow into the dealerships ecosystem. There's a lot of rich data there to Elton's point that dealers mm. can use to make better decisions and not just make better decisions, but also utilize their resources more efficiently. And what do you mean by that? Utilize the, 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 the dealership use their resources more efficiently yeah, or consumers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The dealerships can use their resources more efficiently. So, you know, when you think about like some of the rich data that I just mentioned, I mean, we have a lot of that data flowing through our ecosystem at Cox Automotive. Mm -hmm. And we believe that, you know, we know the consumer shopping intent very well as a result of this data. And so, you know, on the one hand, you think about the amount of data that's out there. On the other hand, you think about like, how does this data flow through the system in a way that dealers can leverage it um, to, to connect the data to processes and decisions that create value? So um, when you think about um, the, the buying um, information that we have between consumers and dealers, um, we actually leverage that data to create what we call buying signals. And mm. these buying signals can give dealers a better indication of the leads that are most likely to close because of the things we see shoppers doing online. Um, we can also predict make and models so that you can more effectively sell the things that you already have on your lot. And we actually use that data throughout our ecosystem. So this, this VIN Solutions Connect automotive intelligence that we have, we use that to apply to things like Kelly Blue, 
Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer buying signals and AutoTrader and our websites and the things that dealerships can do within their CRM systems. And so just tying that back to how dealers can more efficiently use their resources, you know, in a time like this where dealers are really looking to control costs and make sure they're staffed appropriately and things like that, you know, if I have data um, in the form of uh, automotive intelligence and buying signals, then I can make sure that my sales team, you know, which is one of my resources, is focused on those things that are most likely to drive value for my dealership. Gotcha. And also streamlines the process, I think, right? And to, it's to help consumers ultimately buy what they are looking for and feel comfortable with that process. Well, and 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 just to kind of flesh out that example, it's this consumer was looking for this and they filled out a vehicle valuation. And so I have, I know that they are at least are interested enough that they've started to consider what their trade might be worth. And so it's like tying those, the data in those behaviors to understand which, and this is just one example, but which consumers are most likely to buy. Yeah, right. And right. how soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is great for dealerships to know. Um, uh, this next question, I guess both of you can answer because I'm just curious, kind of, do, do you see a big fear among consumers about dealerships and companies, you know, having too much data or quote unquote personal information? You know how people can be like skeptical about that? Um, well, I can jump in on that one, Elton, unless you want to. Sure. Go. Um, so, so my response to that is, you know, any good tech company has really um, strong regulations around what they do to protect data and, you know, making sure that they have the right security in place. And Cox Automotive certainly, you know, adheres and has a pretty um, high bar with respect to that. What I would think about is not what consumers you know, might be worried about, but rather what consumers stand to gain when dealers leverage data. Every consumer out there more and more wants a personalized experience and leveraging right. data allows dealers to deliver that personalized experience. So that, what that means is, you know, when I've done things online, for example, that indicate I might be interested in a certain type of vehicle or there's certain information about my trade, that allows the salesperson, for example, in the dealership to have access to that information so that they aren't, I can, they can be more efficient with my time in getting me to the deal that I want as a consumer. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it helps the consumer because, you know, say you walk in a dealership and they kind of know who you are and they're like, hey, Derek, saw you were looking for, uh, I don't know, a Toyota Tundra, kind of like, you know, they did some research on you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you don't want to do it in a super creepy way, right, Derek? But I <laughs> <laughs> No, no, exactly not. <laughs> yeah, after I said it, I was like, wait, that sounds like it was kind of creepy. But yeah, how you said it definitely sounds better. But it, it, it can definitely help. But I, I was just curious because sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want them having my personal information. But, you know, they really don't. Uh, they just saw what you were looking for and can help you with that process. That's you know? right. I mean, you think about, <laughs> and consumers are accustomed to it. I mean, you think about things like, you know, we all shop on Amazon and Amazon exactly, yeah. serving up things based on my shopping history. I think it's the same idea. Yeah, I, th I think that's the best way to explain it. Uh, jumping over to you, Elton. Um, what are some of the challenges associated with dealerships and their data historically? Well, historically, uh, there's been a lot of closed systems, right? So so the only way to be able to, to use the data in a way that's good, and, and as we just talked about with it, helps the consumer and the dealer uh, just be more efficient and spend their time in the right place is you've got to, you've got to have access to the data. You, you've got to be able to get to it. Uh, so historically 
across the industry, there's been a lot of more closed systems. We've been working uh, for many years on uh, opening that up. We've got programs for that and then sharing the data across our, our brands as well. Yeah. So do, do, you, do you find it's a lot easier now just because the way technology is? It is. It's a lot easier now. I mean, you, you think about um, uh, not not to to jump too far ahead, but but our our dealer track, our DMS, uh, we've got over 170 integrations with other companies. Hmm. We if you if you rewind time a little bit, I, I don't know that I, that would have been a big effort, uh, both from a tech perspective, right? Think about developing and trying to make that data flow, um, but interpreting the data. So we're we're in a much better place uh, today, and I would say that that um, some of the historical challenges are just aren't there anymore. Yeah, uh, Tracy, anything you'd like to add? I was just going to add that I think some of it also ties to the willingness of the companies that you do business with as a dealer to provide open access to data. You know, as Elton mentioned. DMS, we have a 170 plus integration partners. And what that means is, you know, dealers not only have access to the data within our ecosystem, as I described earlier, but also they can do business with the vendors that they believe um, will most help them accomplish what they need to in their dealership. And so it's it's not just the ability to be more open. It, it also has to be a partner that is willing to extend that openness as well. Yeah, got to have that willingness there. Uh, Elton, have you found that uh, during the pandemic and in 2020 especially, that there was a lot more uh, data obtained? I mean, did that help the data co- collection? Well, you're you're right. I, I I mean, really, I believe where you're going, Derek, is, is a lot more people were online yeah, because they really didn't I mean. have many choices, right? Uh, so, yeah, th- I mean, there's there's just a lot more data produced. Um, you know, throughout 2020, it'll be interesting to see uh, what that tells us moving forward. Because, um, as you know, data is data, and you you've got to take the data and interpret it, and and think about what it tells you uh, for the future. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think moving forward, it helps. You know, uh, I've talked about this a lot of times on the podcast before that you know took the positive out of a negative. You know, the pandemic it's a terrible thing, but the automotive industry actually did really well and the, the, you know, sales were good and um, you know, so stimulus and all that kind of stuff. And it's, you know, people were online searching and the automotive industry was kind of forced to, you know, like maybe if some dealerships weren't really doing online retail, they were forced to, and then they were forced to use it. And now it's just the way they will be moving forward and it will streamline the process. You know, you're at home, you fill out all the paperwork you, you know, they know what you want. Then you go to the dealership. You're not sitting there for three hours. You see your car. You're in a good mood. You get it. You sign something. You get out of there. And I think that's that's all, you know, attributed to, uh, you know, the streamlining and the data collection of people being online during the pandemic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, how are uh, and I guess, Tracy, I guess you can answer this one or maybe if Elton, whoever feels better on this one. How are dealers benefiting from, uh, I guess you would call it uh, an open approach to data? Well, Tracy mentioned this. I'll, I'll take this one, Tracy, uh, or at least get us started. Tracy mentioned this um, with the open access to data because there are a lot more uh, companies that we're seeing that are startups that are very savvy with, say, data science and analytics mm-hmm. uh, that can help a dealership and do things with the data, combine it with other data sets, and and really start to to help them with insights, right, and and interpret you know what they're looking at. Um, 
So, I, you know, it, it's, it's really, uh, to me, the, the benefit is being able to, to commingle data from various systems and, and turn that into insights for the dealer. Now, is that dealers, so when you say that, the, the, the commingle insights, like when you say that, and this might be a dumb question, is who's commingling those? Like different dealerships, like are Hondas with other Honda dealerships with other Honda dealerships, Toyota dealerships with other Toyota dealerships, or is it cross-platforming? It's cross-platforming, but you are seeing you you are seeing um, less about one dealership with the other, but more about what are we seeing across these dealerships or this industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but really, I was talking about commingling, meaning yeah, from system to system. Oh, I see. Okay. Like you said, I'm so, a novice so, with this. So. <laughs> yeah. So what is, right? So what is what is uh, your CRM telling you, um, looking at the data, that may help you in your service uh, platform or your DMS? Right. And that's really what we're talking about is 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 taking the data from, from various systems, combining it, looking at it, uh, providing some insights back to the dealer. And to me, that's the biggest benefit is is being able to interpret the data and help the dealership understand what they're looking at. Yeah, I mean, because obviously it's used to benefit your business and uh, you know help people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tracy, anything to add to that? No, I think Elton covered that one pretty well. <laughs> yep, nailed it. <laughs> uh, h- how do you see data playing a part in the future of automotive retail? Yeah, you know, I think you know we've talked about a lot of ways that data will play into the future. Just through better and better insights. And certainly I think dealers will continue to use data and analytics to help drive better decision-making and be more efficient. But the thing that I really wanna hit on here that I think is important is what will become more important is dealers really understanding. So now you have the convergence of uh, the technology, your dealership processes and data. And I think um, one of the things that we've really leaned into is we have a team of performance managers. I think where I'm going with this is you need people who can help you connect those three things because it's really difficult sometimes to figure out how to do that in a silo. So for example, at Cox Automotive, with most of our software solutions, we have a team of performance managers. These are people who come from a retail Mm -hmm. car background and they know our software really well. They understand dealer processes and best practices, and they understand how to leverage the data as you're using the the software in conjunction with your dealership processes. And so I think one of the things that's going to be really important in the future is not only making sure you have open access to data, but you really understand how to interpret those insights and use all of the tools in your dealership in conjunction with best practice processes to really make sure you're getting as much value out of the data as you could. What would you say, I mean, there's probably all forms of data. What What is, you know, one of the single most important forms of data for dealerships to know or, or get or... You know, is, 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 there, is there one that's like, this one really stands out? Like, this is the number one. Well, Elton is really the data expert. But what I would say is, um, I don't think it's about, in my opinion, any one piece of data. I yeah, I was just asking. The, I'm just curious. Yeah, like, I think it's what the convergence of the data tells you. Hmm. You know, when I look at this metric combined with this metric, I, I think it's like that one plus one, you know, gives you kind of a richer... Um, a, a richer way to interpret the data than just looking specifically at one piece of data in a silo. I don't know, Elton, if you yeah. have a different. 
No, I, I, you said it best, Tracy. I mean, that, that's absolutely right. It's, it's uh, um, to answer your question, Derek, that, that there's not one single piece of data that, that is probably the best, right? It's all about consumer time, consumer engagement with, with other pieces of data from your systems. And um, so, yeah, Tracy said it best. It's, it's, there's just not one piece and it's really the, the one plus one equals three type of scenario. Right. Yeah. Because you know, all this data talk, I'm, I'm not very savvy in it, but data is information. So I'm like, what information is the best information to help a dealership work the most efficient? Well, and, and think, uh, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I, I think you'll hear people talk about um, data in terms of like a data lake. And the idea there is if you can fill the lake with a lot of data, then you can start to figure out how you want to, um, co you know, weave the weave the data together or not to help you make have better insights and make better decisions. And I, I don't know if that data lake, you know, reference is helpful to you, but to me, you know, that's always kind of a, a good way for me to think about like the, the bigger the lake, you know, the, the, the more access you have to, to combinations of things that will help give you insights. Right. Uh, what advice would either of you guys give a dealership out there that, you know, maybe doesn't embrace all this new way of collecting data and the technology and is more of the old school mentality? Uh, what would you tell them? Well, for me, what I would say is, and, I, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the field working with dealers. And the, the thing I always say to dealers with respect to things like this, and so we'll just use data because that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you're not embracing the use of data. I think what I would be thinking about is the dealer down the street from you who is, because data just helps you to be more efficient, make better decisions, personalize experiences for consumers. And so if you're not embracing the data, um, you've probably got a problem because the guy down the street from you most likely is. <laughs> yeah, good point. Anything in addition, Elton? Uh, no, I, I don't think there's anything to add. I, I would say the same thing, right? It, it, it's um, so many dealers are just getting much more savvy with using data and analytics uh, that that if you're not, then you're probably going to be left behind. Yeah, got to change with the times. Yeah. Can't have that old school mentality, uh, you know, when everyone else is advancing, uh, the tech is advancing. Got to get on the train. That's right. Uh, but uh, anything else either of you would like to mention? I mean, we covered a lot of stuff. A lot of data was had. <laughs> but uh, anything to add? No, I think this was, I really enjoyed this, Derek, and it was really good conversation. I know we always appreciate opportunities to talk about things that are important in the industry, and data is certainly at the top of that list right now. Yep, got to love the data. Elton, how about you? No, I, I appreciate the time, Derek. It's, uh, we, I don't always get to talk about data. It, it seems to be one of those geeky topics, but yeah. <laughs> more, more and more, right, more and more people are asking about it. So I really do appreciate the time today. Oh, no problem. Well, especially now, well... I'll let you, Elton, you get back to that sundown in uh, in Florida. <laughs> and uh, Tracy, you go enjoy some, uh, you know, Chicago deep dish out there in Chi-Town. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, guys. Do appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. That was Tracy Fred and Elton O'Neill. Appreciate them both coming on the show today and imparting all that retail and data information. This has been Dealer News Today, brought to you by Cox Automotive in partnership with the Dave Canton Group. I'm Derek D, and you can, of course, check out all my stuff at DerekD.com. Thanks for listening. Now get out there and go change the world for the better, because you know what? Why not? Bye, everybody. This is Dealer News Today.